Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Indiscriminate News Network, hosted by Jason Sinclair. I honestly don't give a rat's patootie about what the mainstream media is trying to ram down our throats. I'll do the research, give my two cents, and then move on. Thank you. Now on to the podcast. Welcome back to the Indiscriminate News Network. I'm your host, Jason Sinclair. Today, we're going to jump in to how the country of North Korea, how their economy works. So the country of North Korea, officially known as the Democratic People's Republic of Korea, has an isolated and tightly controlled command over its economy. A command economy is a standard component of any communist country. In a command economy, the economy is centrally planned and coordinated by the government. The government of North Korea determines what goods should be produced, how much should be produced, and what price the goods are offered for sale. So some takeaways. The country of North Korea, officially known as DPRK, has an isolated and tightly controlled command economy, which is standard for a communist country. Many experts believe that these policies of the North Korean government, beginning from the aftermath of the Korean War, have been an obstacle in the country's economic development. The disintegration of the Soviet Union, followed by a food crisis in the aftermath of a series of natural disasters, Hailstorms in 1994, flooding in 95 and 96, and droughts in 97 pushed Korea into an economic crisis. Sanctions and trade restrictions have further hurt the country's economic process. And prospects, for that matter. So, let's do a brief history. So, Korea was historically an independent kingdom. However, following the Russo-Japanese War... The Korean Peninsula was formally annexed by the Japanese. Korea remained a Japanese colony from 1910 to 1945. After World War II, the Japanese forces in the northern region of Korea surrendered to the Soviet Union. As Japanese forces withdrew, Soviet troops took control of the northern region of the country. At the same time, American troops took charge of the southern region. While both leaders claimed to support reunification efforts through a system of democratic elections, The ideologies of the U.S. and Soviet Union remained diametrically opposed. The planned election overseen by the United Nations, and originally set for 1947, never occurred. The newly separated regions appointed their respective leaders, and after the U.S. and Soviet Union withdrew their troops on the ground, although the United States still has a presence, a small-scale conflict between the uh, the two regions abounded. However, it was not until 1950 when Kim Il-sung, backed by the leadership of Soviet Union, made an attempt to capture the U.S.-backed region of Korea, the Republic of Korea, or ROK. That formal attacks began to occur. The attacks sparked the Korean War, which lasted from 1950 to 1953. The Evolution of North Korea Kim Il-sung's attempt to capture the southern region of Korea and bring the entire peninsula under his communist rule was ultimately unsuccessful. At first, North Korean troops engulfed the entire peninsula, but approximately four months into the conflict began with two regions, around 15 different countries, including the U.S., entered conflict by backing South Korean forces. In 1953, the formal conflict between the two countries ended with an armistice. An armistice is an agreement made by opposing sides in a war to stop fighting for a certain time. Part of this agreement was the creation of the Demilitarized Zone, the DMZ, a heavy-guarded, four-kilometer-wide strip along the 38th parallel of the country. This zone splits the Korean Peninsula roughly in half. To the north, the DMZ 
is North Korea, established its national economy through heavy industry-first development and military economic parallel development. To the south of the DMZ, the South, uh, south Korea, established one of the world's most advanced modern-day economies. Many experts believe that these policies of the North Korean government beginning and aftermath of the Korean War have been the obstacle of the country's economic development. The shortcomings of these policies were accentuated by the regime's focus on Songun, uh, a military-style first politics, which has worsened North Korea's chronic economic problems. In the decades following the Korean War, there has been a consistent stagnation in the region's industrial and power input. Sorry, output. North Korea's Economic Development The first phase of North Korea's economic development following the division of the formerly unified kingdom was dominated by industrialization. This was a difficult task considering the damage and the infrastructure the country weathered during the war. North Korea assumed the Soviet model of governance and economics as well as the ideology of Jush, self-reliance. This model emphasized the development of heavy industry and investment in the iron, steel, cement, machine tool sectors. Throughout the 1960s, this was a steady, in the steady increase in the industrial output. Then in the early 1970s, the country incurred foreign loans and invested large-scale imports of machinery and plant facilities in other countries such as Japan, Germany, France, and Britain. This was a shift in North Korea's borrowing. Almost all loans in 1960 were accepted from socialist states, while loans in 1970 included huge amounts from capitalist states. So foreign loan grants, U.S. millions, in total are about $6 trillion. North Korea's external debts. Trend characteristics. Okay, so North Korea struggled to manage its debt. The country was also impacted by oil shock that rapidly rapidly increasing petroleum prices. The price of North Korea's main exports nosedived at the same time, had to pay more for its imports. A trade deficit surfaced, further weakening the country's repayment capabilities and further aggravating the issue of external debt. The economy began to slow down. In the 1980s, North Korea experienced supply shortages, mechanical obsolescence, and infrastructural decay. The country responded to these problems through the highly centralized functions of its economy without opening up or liberalizing its economic management. The North Korean economy entered one of its worst phases of stagnation and almost collapsed in the 1960s. The disintegration of the Soviet Union followed by a food crisis aftermath and a series of natural disasters, as stated before, so between 1990 and 98, the country experienced an average annual growth rate of minus 4.1. The country became the recipient of international aid beginning in the mid-1990s, and aid continues today. In the 2000s, North Korea expanded its tactics for recovering its economy. In 2002, it eased some restrictions in order to allow some semi-private markets to launch a series of economic reforms that are referred to as economic management improvement measures. Some of these measures include an increase in both prices and wages, a shift in price-fixing mechanism, changes in the distribution system, decentralized of national planning, and an increase in the autonomy of enterprise management. The opening of the distribution market for production methods, differentiated distribution, and a social systems reform occurred. Economic growth picked up for a few years, and this period was considered improvement over the previous decade. From 2000 to 2005, North Korea grew at an average rate of 2.2%. The domestic gross product, GDP, of North Korea is estimated around $40 billion in 2015. 
According to the CIA's World Factbook, which has not given any updated GDP any information since then, in terms of GDP per capita, North Korea has a GDP of around 1700 Agriculture accounts for around 25.4% of the GDP, and industry accounts for 41%, and services around 33%. The country still makes significant investments into its military, and some analysts claim that this expense may come at the cost of economic development. In 2016, the last year for which estimates were available, North Korea spent an estimated $4 billion, or approximately 23% of its gross domestic product on defense spending. Today, China is North Korea's main trading partner. North Korea relies on China, China excuse me, for both economic and diplomatic assistance. In 2017, close to 86% of the country's region exports from North Korea were directed to China. The country's main exports are metallurgical products, minerals, manufactured products, textiles, and agriculture, and fishery products. The main import for North Korea is petroleum, cooking oil, machinery, equipment, and textiles, grain. More than 90% of the region's total imports come from China in 2017. North Korea is known to be secretive and it doesn't release economic data. The region does not publish any official indicators or statistics on its macroeconomic conditions, macroeconomic conditions since 1965. The few sources for basic statistics on the North Korean economy include the Bank of Korea, the Ministry of Unification and Trade Korea Investment Promotion Agency, for trade information specifically. The bottom line, the economic history of North Korea includes significant periods of stagnation and crisis with intermittent phases of recovery and some economic growth. The regime's priority to make Korea a defense economy has overshadowed development, food production, living standards, and human rights. A major issue currently facing the country is human trafficking. Many men, women, and children are subjected to forced labor and sex trafficking. And North Korea is primary source of labor for foreign governments, most often Russia and China. North Koreans do not have a choice in the work for the government assigns them, cannot change jobs and face punishment from the government if they try to escape their forced labor. Now for comparison, I wanted to look at North Korea's GDP of $50 billion a year and where it would rank, for instance, to give it to give some comparison, where it would rank in terms of the U.S. states and territories, right? So there's a rank, and there's 56 of them. Of course, you know, the 50 states, including, you know, Guam, U.S. Virgin Islands, Northern Marinara Islands, America, Samoa, Puerto Rico. So get the idea. Where would North Korea rank in those? Where do you think they would rank? $50 billion, where do you think they would rank? Where they actually rank is 51st if they were a state, right? They would come in at 51st. Below, they would be above Wyoming at 39 billion, Vermont at 35 billion, Guam at 5, U.S. Virgin Islands at 3, almost 4, Northern Marinara Islands at 1 million, and American Samoa at 636 million, billion, sorry. Oh, not billion, million. So, I mean, that's a pretty, pretty poor economy for a whole country, right? That's not... So you have to think, you know, where their power is coming from is probably get them investing all that money into their military and building it up. So you could see why they would put all that money into it to, you know, try to re maintain and re um, relevant and create these weapons that could threaten, you know, so the other sovereign states. 
but it's very low for a whole country. It's very, very low. Something to consider there. All right. This is Jason with the Indiscriminate News Network. I'll probably jump into another section of some of the, like North Korean news right here. I hope you like this one. Hit that follow. Hit that subscribe. And if you're listening on uh, iTunes or wherever they have a rating, give me a give me a five star rating. I would appreciate it. Or whatever the rating is good. It helps with the growth. It helps keep me motivated to offer this kind of stuff. All right. Thanks for listening. This is Jason with the Indiscriminate News Network. Take care.